What's happening, everybody, and welcome to episode 59 of the Good Kraken Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ernell Pearson, alongside the five-star man, Devin Stanford. Five stars. That's right. Five stars. Run it. Five. Run five it. stars. That's what we do, dude. <laughs> How was your week, my guy, since we were last together on Tuesday? Oh, man. It was busy. Um been a wild I, week, I, huh? Yeah. yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of work, um, a lot of a lot of meetings on our end, honestly. Dude, we've been of... so busy since the rebranding. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, a lot of meetings. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Not I'm... not only that, just dude, we're I know we're gonna talk about it later, but back for blood. Back for oh baby, oh. <laughs> baby. I, I mean, I've easily spent at least at least six to eight hours already playing that game. Yeah, dude, I, I, I plan on playing it a lot in the in the evenings over this weekend. Like, I, I plan yeah. on, on catching up to it because it is so much fun. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. Yeah, dude, Drax is really good. <laughs> he is. Yeah, we played Drax on, on our, uh, with, with Drax last night on our stream, and it was it was so much fun, dude. Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, for for people who don't know, he comes in the chat every now and then, but he's he's a Facebook streamer. Um, but he he's an awesome dude awesome guy he is. he's he's yeah. rad man it was it was a lot a lot of fun to have him i mean we no 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 shade to chase or anything like we love chase chase is amazing yeah i i love playing games with chase but i it, i only bring it up because it was the first time we got him on and it was a good time <laughs> right right of course of yeah course. now here's the yeah, deal yeah. right here's the deal right we yeah. love chase we do love chase so much immensely so much. immensely so much i would right? i would jump on a grenade for that man oh absolutely I, I would yeah. take approximately 19 bullets for him. Yeah, I would swallow a claymore as it goes off for that mm -hmm. man. Mm -hmm. I, I would fight a mother puma for him. I would tickle a bear for him. <laughs> oh, 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 I would knife fight a lion for Chase. All right. You know what I mean? Let's let's go. <laughs> <laughs> what you got? What you got? I, I think it's fair to say <laughs> I would lift a rhino with my pinky and throw it at the moon for Chase. <laughs> yep, yep, that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I would. Five I stars. Would, <laughs> five stars. Five star man. <laughs> five stars. I, I, I would. I would. I would arguably. I would arguably. Uh, I would. I would poop in my hand and throw it at a silverback gorilla. <laughs> are you a chimpanzee <laughs> a silverback gorilla for chase that's what i do so lock and load in the chat says you guys gonna jump on the new battlefield when it comes oh out. Yes. hell yeah yeah, yeah so we, so we plan on it that is the main reason why i upgraded my pc is i wanted to be able to play that game and stream it and yeah, do all the things we we <laughs> lock and load we will definitely be streaming battlefield when it comes out like we i promise you we're gonna be making that happen. like it's a hundred and like fifty thousand percent like Fuck yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah, I've, 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 I've just got a gut feeling that Battlefield's going to be it for us. It, it, it's it's what? as far as like first person shooters are concerned, Battlefield's going to be a pretty big game changer. This is going to be a very short thing, but this is just my first impression off of playing that beta for the few days, because you can ask Arnell. I was hooked on it like I was literally playing the game during our pre shows. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Battlefield gave me a nostalgic feeling that I haven't had since like the Battlefield three beta. Yeah, if that makes any sense, like I was I haven't been that joy joyous 
to play a first-person shooter oh, in thought, a very long time. I thought you were just going to be general. Like, I haven't been this happy since I was, like, 14 and had a birthday party. I, like, I thought you were going to go there. No, like no. That. Like, But, like, it, it, it was that I haven't felt excited about an FPS like that in a long yeah. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, nothing's really captivated me that much in the terms of that. I'm not saying there hasn't been good FPS games. But for me, that that hits the make exactly chicken. the original yeah, chicken sandwich, <laughs> the <original> chicken sandwich. <laughs> and, and for you guys, it is us because today we're talking Batman making a comeback, Netflix fucking up, cool death people things and much, much more because this is the good cracking podcast, your choice for all the nerdy and video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you want to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturdays at 12 p.m if you're riding this wave you can head on over to patreon.com slash good show where you can submit questions and topics to the show get exclusive post show content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the seven seas however if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment that is totally fine you can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv slash goodcrackinshow. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime. We would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you listening and or watching at home. But you can also support us by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Delvern! No. We have some captain's orders, my guy. First off, please watch episode 58 of the Good Kraken podcast, or listen, whichever one uh, we that went live uh, earlier this week, and uh, and we talked some really really fun stuff on there. We we talk uh, what we thought were the best horror video games, movies, and TV shows ever in history. Period. Ever. And we had some really good stuff on there. Uh, and then if you want the post show for that, again, go to patreon.com slash show where we kind of give our uh, our personal favorite horror games, movies, and shows. Do we, we, do we have them. a command for that? Do we have a command? Uh, Patreon? I don't think I set up a command for Patreon just yet, but you should be able to find it in a link uh, on our YouTube and stuff. So we, we yep. usually keep that stuff in our show notes and stuff on, on there. So you can find that on there. Uh, lastly, with that said, please leave us a review and ranking, rank and review, rate and review, sorry, rate and review our podcast on your podcast service of choices. So here, here's the deal, okay? The more reviews, written reviews that people have on a podcast, the more that podcast gets pushed onto other people's timelines when they search up podcasts for video games or podcasts for movies. And we would love for people to be able to see us when they type in two dumb idiots talking about games and they see our ugly mugs that's what i want that's what i want but Same. also please with that said if you do leave review please and thank you uh for taking your time out of your day to to talk about why uh either we suck or are amazing at what we do and we love you guys for taking that time to do that so uh with that said my friends we have up next little waves this is a uh, little segment that we uh talk about some news pieces that we didn't think we'd have some in-depth conversations about so it's kind of burn through them uh one after another for you guys at home Devin, hit them with our little waves today so 
what we got going on is a developer who worked on Metroid Dread doesn't appear in the credits. And this is coming from the Mercury Stream. Or no, hit him. Yeah, with so, that. so Mercury Stream are the developers that created Metroid Dread. And apparently they came out with some information saying that any developer that was the game took four years for development. Any developer that was only part of the development of the game for 25% of it, so one year or less, they did not put in the credits. And so there's a lot of developers that are super peeved by this because they're like, yo, I still put in like a year of my life into this game and you're not giving me any credit for it. Like, mm-hmm. so with that said, yeah, there's some developers that have worked on this game that you're not going to see in the credits of Metroid Dread. If you'd like to, please, 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 I implore you, go do some studying online. Find out who these developer developers are and send them some fucking love. You can find them on Twitter. Yeah, they, you can find them on Instagram. They're all over the place. You just have to do a little bit of digging. They they deserve it. It's one of the fastest selling Switch games to ever come out. And Period. it's highly, highly regarded already. Mm-hmm. So they deserve it because that that's a damn shame, man. Yeah. I've I've in I won't get much into it, but in my personal life I've written music and it's been used and I have not been credited for, you know what I mean? So it's like, dude, I, I, I would be, I would be pissed if, cause here's the deal with, mm. with, with bands is a little bit different, right? Cause like, that's like, you know, if you're in the band, if you're not in the band, you know, but when you're a contracted person, let's say for example, mm. you, you ghostwrited for an album, right? Yep. For two songs, two songs in yep. the album. And you say, Hey, we'll give you credit. And then they fucking don't. <laughs> yep. it's a six song ep you did you did fucking a third of that goddamn ep you deserve some fucking credit for it right either way please go find them give them some love they deserve some credit yeah yeah it's 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 not even about money it's just being like hey that person did that you know what i mean yeah because they when they, when did they, that when they get that credit that person's resume that is your resume exactly exactly yeah uh uh patreon um uh, command is, is set up. Oh, lit. Oh, cool. Sick. Become a patron. Gain treasures galore. Thank you, Devin. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, this you're is welcome. exciting, though. <laughs> Oscar Isaac calls the workload for Moon Knight the most challenging of his career. Now, I think this is interesting because he did Doom. He did Star Wars. Um, But I've also seen him talk about how this is the most fun he's ever had in his career as well is doing the moon Knight series. So I think what what you got, I think moon Knight is just because it's so Corey, like choreographed and choreography heavy. That's probably what's the most challenging for him. Cause this is like kind of the first role he's done. That's like action in that sense. It's not like militarized action. Like that one movie with Ben Affleck and uh, the dude from uh, Sons of Anarchy. And they're like invading that like South American like drug lords like home. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. 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 It's it's not like that where it's like they they have to do a little bit like militarized training to like, you know, show that they actually know how to handle a gun and stuff. This is like full on choreography, like full on fight scenes and stuff. And that's the that's the Marvel magic, right, that we talk about all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm sure Marvel is very like you need to be looking good while you do this. And so he has to take it even more seriously. And so I'm, I'm not surprised in the least bit, but this yeah. also means fuck. Yeah. We're going to get a dope moon. It's night. exciting. Yeah, it's exciting yeah. as hell, dude. <laughs> this, this is supposed to be like Marvel's Batman, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. And just 
fucking Moon Knight. Moon Knight is just cool. Oh, God, like, dude, you know what so, I mean? I so like, we, we've all seen that costume, too. It's just... Oh. I, 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 I Honestly, this is my most anticipated uh, Marvel um, show right now. Oh, I'm excited okay. for everything. And I'm excited for, you know, Die Hard. I mean, uh, Hawkeye. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Moon Knight is going to be cool. And, like, I just can't get over the fact. And I, I've said this before, but it's just that set photo with Willem Dafoe, Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac. And like the the what we know about going into Spider-Man No Way Home as well and how we're getting Green Goblin with Willem Dafoe. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's like no. it, it's like already seeing that possibly paying off in a Disney Plus series straight out of a Spider-Man movie, yeah. like connecting Moon Knight and Spider-Man like that. It's I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight, dude. <laughs> um, so the Xbox Series X mini fridge finally gets a release date. It's coming I'm December. Coming December. Pre-orders yeah, are available, I think, in three days, is what it yeah. said, if I remember correctly. Uh are I, you gonna get are you gonna do it? it? You're gonna do it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna Let's do go. it, dog. Let's go, dude. I, I, I gotta find a spot for it. I, I uh, I think I'm going to move my my uh, my base amp right here because it's not going to be there all the time anyways. And I'm going to put it right over here. No, no dude, right. you 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 got you got to you got to flex on on everyone and just put it on that shelf right next to you. <laughs> right here. Just right. <laughs> yeah, right here. I, it's it's not that big. It's only it's not that big. Do it. Do it. I'm going to do and it. It's do got it. the light up. It's got the light on it and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to do Flex it. Flex on fucking everybody, right dude. <laughs> you got to throw, throw it in everybody's face. Like, yeah, I got this fucking fridge. But uh, like, the, that, that, that pre-order, dude, the, this thing's going to sell out so fucking fast. I know, dude. Oh, my God, man. It's going to sell out so quick, dude. I like, yeah, I even contemplated, like, pre-ordering it myself. But I was like, honestly, like, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know if I would fucking get it. Just, like, my fate. Dude, my dude. We should both try and do it, and if you don't really want it, we could sell the other one. Okay, sure. Because think about it, that shit will sell out. You know, just sure. you know. I know. Yeah. Flip it, flip it for three fifty. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, flip, flip it for three fifty, and we'll get you a Series S out of it. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Marvel's Hawkeye will launch with a two-episode premiere. Two episode premiere. That is going to be two hours of Disney Plus cinematic content mm. <laughs> on Thanksgiving. On thing like the, I'm excited. Oh, dude, it's gonna be so good. And dude, so good. it was so smart because it's gonna be a Christmas theme show. We were talking about it with Genesee in our meeting earlier. It's gonna be a Christmas theme show, and they're coming out with it on Thanksgiving when a bunch of people will already be spending time with their families. And it's smart because a bunch of people are gonna eat their food and they're gonna be like tired and they're like, I don't know what to do now. You guys wanna watch a movie? And then th- me, I'm gonna go, How about we watch Hawkeye? <laughs> I, it's- and then everybody's gonna be like, Yeah. It's cool because I think what they're going to do is like a backstory episode on Kate Bishop and then a backstory episode on Hawkeye. And they're going to kind of yeah. merge them by the end of the second episode. I think I think that's what they're going to do here. But either way, you're right. It's genius. It's fucking yeah. genius for them to do it this way. Oh, God, it's going to be so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next up, Sony has opened registrations to buy a PS5 in the US. Yep. I <sighs> put in my registration 
on it. Same. Um, so I, I like, and then this is registration. This is not you get one. It is mm-hmm. you're registering, and they're going to pick based on your PlayStation history, uh, and profile history whether or not you are qualified to get your hands on an opportunity to buy the PS5, uh, which so is so dumb. <laughs> I mean, it's like just for, put a wait for list sure. it, for just, sure. But like at the same time, though, like I, I get it because they're they're needing to filter this one way or another. Right. They have yeah. to fucking figure it out. Well, like, and, does that mean I'm going to get it because I haven't been able to play on PlayStation that much? Like, or does that mean I'm very unlikely to get it you know what i mean i mean they didn't like, they didn't when i looked at the information they didn't quite explain like what the qualifications would mm-hmm. be they just said it was based on your playstation like history um yeah but, so i would assume i would assume it's people that played more playstation i would assume because yeah. they want the you know the diehards to get their hands on it first um mm-hmm. it's i don't know I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess they, it's yeah. cool because it's like, cool. So now bots aren't going to be able to get their hands on it. And it's limited to one PlayStation per person, mm. um, which is what they should have been fucking doing in the first place. But, you know, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, 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 I was my my buddy who's really good at getting these. I was almost thinking about hitting him up because he already has a PS5. And I was thinking about having him register for me because, you know, see if yeah. that works. I wish yeah. I wish you'd but, hit me up. You know what I'm saying? I wish you'd slide my DMs. You know what I'm saying? Dog, you got to get your own first. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, read, read in the chat. So what's the list so far? We haven't gone to that yet. We we put the we put the names of our our episodes based on our headlining segment read. So we will be getting there pretty soon. So just hang yeah, tight, yeah. hang out with us. We, we got it, lots of other stuff to talk about too. Give give us give us about 25, 30 minutes. We'll we'll get there. We'll be there. We'll um. Be there. So Squid Game hits 111 million viewers the biggest series launch ever for netflix well deserved well deserved yep. this fucking yep. show well is well fucking deserved well deserved yeah um i finished that show in like four days oh god damn right i I, yeah. I, I think yeah. i finished it just about the same amount of time dude it's so yeah oh my god if, if you so haven't good. seen it yet just go watch it mm. just go watch it mm. whoo <laughs> the walking dead is getting an anthology series, Tales of the Walking Dead. Yeah, which is... I did not see this news. Yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, I'm kind of here for it. I've, I think yeah. I think that this has an opportunity to kind of, like, get people that were fans back into it a little bit more. Because, um, mm-hmm. like, Fear the Walking Dead, what I basically have found is that people either now at this point like The Walking Dead or they like Fear the Walking Dead. I like both. Yeah. I'm okay with both. I haven't, I haven't actually haven't finished Fear the Walking Dead yet. Neither have I, um, but I, I liked what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. An anthology series, mm-hmm. I think, works very well in this universe. Um, I'd like to see anthologies of some of the characters we already know. Um, that, that would be mm-hmm. rad to have. Uh, not all of them, because obviously we want to move on from The Walking Dead. But you know, it would be, it would be rad to have that. It would be rad to have that. Um, with mm-hmm. that said, it's also rad. To, uh, to have some other cool stuff here. Uh, and yeah. with, with this said, we just want to give you guys a heads up. Devin is actively uh, watching the DC fandom right now as we're doing the show and is giving us an update because if and or when the Batman trailer gets dropped on DC fandom, we're going to live react to it with you guys on yeah. stream right now. So, okay. so far, so far, we kind of missed it earlier during um, setup. 
but uh, there was a Black Adam trailer that came out as well. Ah, oh, damn. Oh, damn, we gotta go yeah. back and watch that, huh? Yeah, we yeah, go yeah. We, we gotta watch that. So, and we got a Flash teaser trailer earlier. Oh, it was so and good. I'm, it was so I'm good. not gonna lie. It looks fire. It looked hype. <laughs> like, it looked hype. It looked hype. <laughs> yeah, go watch it. They've they've released uh, both of those. I haven't seen the Black Adam trailer yet myself. Um, but it's there. We, it is there. We will get and there. People and people are all over it. I'm already seeing breakdowns of the trailer posted. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 Devin, you have more than all the permission of the world to interrupt me if we're in the middle of something and the trailer starts popping in. Uh, just let me know. Just say hey, hey, yeah. hey, hey, like like emergency, and then we'll do it from there. Yeah. Okay. In the meantime, yeah. our first news segment of the helm. This is our main news segment stuff. Uh, first off, we have the Batman teaser drops ahead of DC fandom trailer. This comes from Marco Vito Oto from Collider, and it reads like this. DC has released a new teaser for the Batman ahead of this weekend's fandom, which will feature a new trailer for Matt Reeves' adaptation of The Dark Knight. Although the teaser is a short one, it sure helps build the hype for the next DC fandom, which will bring news about all the major films, TV, series, and games inspired DC s- superheroes. Uh, and that is going on right now. That's what you're talking about. Uh, the teaser mm-hmm. shows the bat signal lighting up with a red light in a dark and stormy night. At the same time, we hear Robert Pattinson's Batman saying that the light is, quote, not just a signal, it's a warning, end quote. Pattinson will be at DC Fandom together with co-star Zoe Kravitz, who will play Catwoman in the upcoming film. Pattinson recently teased the Bat-Cat reunion at the event, saying fans can expect many surprises. The Batman cast includes Paulo, Paul Dano as the Riddler, uh, an unrecognizable Colin Farrell as the Penguin, Andy Serkis as Wayne's butler, Alfred Pennyworth. I did not know that. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Andy Serkis. And he has a history of just playing some of the best iconic roles God, in pop so culture he's media. So he's so good. And Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. The story takes place in quote unquote year two of Bruce Wayne being Batman when the vigilante has oh, already gained the trust of Gotham citizens. Oh, you? shit. We're, we're having. Wait, is this a countdown? Oh, no. Oh, this is, uh, I haven't watched this show in a while, but this is, um, God, what is that? The, it's from the Flash show. It's got Adam in it and, uh, oh, oh, never mind. I thought they were doing a countdown. Okay, no, no worries, no worries guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Fall, fall, false alarm. It's okay. It's all right. Um, let's see. Uh, when the vigilante has already gained the trust of Gotham citizens, but is still getting used to fighting supervillains. Warner Brothers is confident in the Batman success as the company already confirmed that there are two spinoff series coming to HBO Max. The first will focus on Gotham City Police Department, while the second will explore Farrell's incarnation of the Penguin. The Batman wrapped filming last March, which gives Reeves plenty of post-production time before the movie hits theaters on March 4th, 2022. As for 2021's DC Fandom, the free event will stream on Saturday, October 16th at 1 p.m. Eastern time. It's expected to last four hours six. So uh, that is where we are uh, now, actually. It's right at that time slot. Uh, Devin, obviously we talked a little bit briefly about this. What is this doing for you? Is this hitting the gas pedal for you? Um, you know, I, I've been, you know, tragically DC hasn't been up to standards for me when it comes to their movies and stuff like that. And their shows have been hit or miss, you know? Yep. But I, I'm pretty, I, I feel like it's finally recognized that that's been the case. And especially after watching that flash trailer and seeing the first, the Batman teaser and also seeing, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker over the last couple of years, I think we're finally in a trajectory 
where they're going to start focusing on the dark side of DC, which is what really needs to shine out there because there's some incredible storytelling from like the animated series and the comic books and the graphic novels that they could really highlight off of all this, you know? And I think that's what we're finally getting. Um, You know, I need to watch the black Adam trailer though, still. And we're still waiting for another Batman trailer right now, but like, good God, it's, it's getting good. And not only that, I've actually been a really big fan of HBO Max's uh, Doom Patrol and Titans series because it is that darker part of the DC universe, you right, know? Right, right. So I and knowing that we're going to get a Colin Farrell Penguin series like Colin Farrell's always been a good actor. Not not saying that all his movies have been good, but he's always been He's always very killed consistent. it. Yeah, he's a good like, actor. He, he's a great character actor. Mm-hmm. Like he really envelops himself in his characters and the fact that he went so far to be penguin you know uh, you, like, we we could yeah. not tell it was him in the original trailer at all you can't you can't at all um so i'm actually pretty stoked on this i i think we're finally gonna get something that gets up to like our standards with marvel but in a different aspect because the reasons why we like marvel is the character development, the action, the visuals, and and the comedy, right? Mm-hmm. We're probably going to like DC for the darkness and the drama. You know what I'm saying? That is, that is right? That Because that was like, you know, the, the success of The Dark Knight, the success exactly. of Joker. You know, like the, the movies that mm-hmm. have done well were the ones that focused more on the storytelling of the mm-hmm. characters like past and present and how that builds into the situation that they're in now there's stakes like those movies are the ones that are successful for a reason and if they yeah. as long as they focus on that you're 100 right as long as they focus on that they will be successful mm-hmm. that's what i want to see i want to see that i want i want more <laughs> like yeah in i'm i'm in agreement. like i i need them to focus more on on the dark side of dc because in a lot in a lot of ways that's kind of always how it's been it's like dc is handled the heavier the the weight of their characters' backstories, notoriously in their comics, way better than they did than Marvel ever did. Not to say that Marvel isn't dark and fucked up sometimes. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times, Marvel in a lot of ways, Marvel is kind of like darker and more fucked up than DC. But DC has just notoriously like had the theme of weight on all their characters. Mm-hmm throughout history of DC existing. And when, mm-hmm. like we mentioned, every time that they focused on that for each character, they've seen the, a good turnaround for it. Yeah. And, um, give me a John Stewart, Green Lantern. Give me John, a John Stewart. St- yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And, um, I just came across this like fan casting picture and it's Idris Elba. Oh, as John give it, Stewart. Give, oh, give it to oh. me. Oh, give it to me. We need more right? Idris Elba in our lives, dude. Oh, Idris my God. Elba as Green Lantern? Bro. Listen, listen, listen. We that, just need we need Idris Elba oh. in everything. We need we need we need yeah. Idris Elba as Green Lantern. We need Idris Idris wait, Elba wait, wait. as as James Bond. Wait, wait. Batman stuff. Batman Is stuff. Is it coming? It, it it's so someone's like it's like a Somebody else talking about how they're really happy and like stoked uh-huh. on it. Uh-huh. Very excited. Get ready. Just get ready for it just in case. Okay. But okay. but yes, uh, as we, as we watch this, I, I just want to talk about how Idris Elba would be a perfect Green Lantern. 
Okay, so that was just you a would. Puma Batman. That was a Puma Batman. Uh, okay, they have Titans coming up. All right, okay, dude. Okay, they keep good. sprinkling know, in all know, this dude. Batman stuff. <laughs> like it's so funny, dude. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We're fine. Another yeah. false alarm. It's okay. You know, I I would love to see uh, like a Michael B. Jordan Batman Beyond. Okay. Okay. That would be pretty good. Okay, I can see that. I can see. That. Um, you know, just since we're on the subject here, but like, uh, I just I need I need to see the darkness. The I darkness. need it. <laughs> the, the darkness. darkness. The darkness. Anyways, okay. Uh, <laughs> with, with that said, uh, speaking of dark shit, Devin, I think we can move spotlight. on. Spotlight. DC news. Spotlight. What, DC what, Spotlight. What? 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 No. Nope. Oh, God damn it. No. no. Listen, listen. Stop I, doing this to me. The, God the, damn it. Okay. So the, the article said that, that both Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz are going to be there for the event. I'm sure that when they get to the point of the trailer dropping, it's going to be Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz okay. announcing it. So let's just okay. keep our eyes open for their beautiful yeah. faces. We can. Do yeah. That. Yeah. They're, they're doing, they're doing the Batgirl stuff right now. So I'm pretty sure we're leading up to it. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. We're getting there. We're getting there. In the yeah. meantime, though, like we said, there's some dark shit we got to talk about real fast. Yep. Devin hit yep. him with it. Netflix faces internal criticisms over new Dave Chappelle special, and this is coming from Matt Kim over at IGN. Netflix employees are reportedly planning a walkout in protest of Netflix's decision to release The Closer. According to the Los Angeles Times, Netflix employee resource group Trans Asterisk, is urging its members and allies to walk out for a day next week. Quote, I encourage all members of Trans and allies not to work for Netflix that day, end quote, reads the reported Slack message sent to hundreds of Netflix staff. As we've discussed through Slack, email, text, and everything in between, our leadership has shown us that they do not uphold the values for which we are held, end quote. The walkout organizers seemingly do not expect Netflix to remove the special, but wants the company to acknowledge that it causes harm to the trans community. The organizers also want Netflix to commit to releasing more LGBTQ plus content. Variety reports that the co-CEO, Ted San Sarandos, has meanwhile doubled down on his defense of the special, sending a lengthy internal email that says, quote, While some employees disagree, we have a strong belief that the content on screen doesn't directly translate to real world harm, end quote. Netflix has fired an employee organizing the upcoming October 20th walkout for leaking confidential financial data to the press. The Hollywood Reporter received a comment from Netflix saying, quote, We have let go an employee for sharing confidential, commercially sensitive information outside the company, end quote. The information, which was reported by Bloomberg, revealed certain financial details like the $24.1 million price tag Netflix paid for the closer. The Verge added that this is the same employee who was organizing the upcoming walkout. The former Netflix employee told the site, end quote, quote, all these white people are going around talking to the press and speaking publicly on Twitter. And the only person who gets fired is a black person who was quiet the entire time, end quote. OK, so real quick, just to clarify some details for our listeners and viewers at home. Um, the closer is Dave Chappelle's new stand up piece. Um, and this this uh, this stand up presentation has been very controversial. 
because there are, are in, there are some conversation. I want to make sure I'm giving some trigger warnings out here for our listeners because there are some some conversations around the topic of the trans community that is within this uh, this piece of media, this stand up piece on Netflix. And Dave Chappelle, I wa- I watched the special um, because I needed to make sure that I had context around this conversation universally. Right? The the he has a piece in there that talks about his sort of loosely loose <laughs> loosely lipped disdain for the trans community and he says it in a way that that is saying that modern day trans people are are outraged for the wrong reasons and it is it is a really very weird fucking section of this special because he pads it by talking about a friendship he used to have with someone that had passed away and that person was trans so he had a trans friend and this trans trans friend apparently under you know dave Chappelle's uh notation here uh was in the same boat wheelhouse as as him on this opinion um the reason we put this in here is because obviously we like to have hard important conversations here at good kraken and this is an important conversation. Uh, there is a lot of polarized positions on this because there's two different sides to this conversation, right? It is, should we be censoring content that is on a public platform? And two, should we be censoring content that is on a, on a public platform that is potentially and very much offensive to a wide group of people? Um and I've seen all of the spectrum of this fucking conversation, Devin. And I'm sure you have. I'm sure you guys at home yeah. have have heard all sorts of fucking different positions on the on this conversation. What I want to clarify here is that us talking about this is not going to be directed at whether or not comedians should be talking about offensive things, because that's not the fucking point. It's just not the fucking point. The point here is that there are employees that work for Netflix that are speaking up about their outrage against having had presented this because they feel that it is harmful and Netflix is firing them Mm -hmm. along the way. Now the first employee, there's two employees here, technically two main employees. They fired a clutter of other employees that were sort of around these two employees, but there's two important employees that got their employment terminated the first one for barging into a meeting to voice their concern about this, this content being presented on Netflix. And the second is this one. I, I, I've had this conversation with a couple of people already. It does not sit well with me for Netflix to be out here saying that they support the LGBTQ plus community while also simultaneously firing any of their employees simply because of outrage. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sit well with me. Regardless of these employees having had barged into a meeting or given out information about, you know, the said piece, it's not like Netflix doesn't give out those numbers anyways. You know, it's like they're like to me, it just it just seems bonkers that they're like trying to pad and justify their decision to fire these employees by giving very PR ish reasons for why they're terminating their employment. You know, Mm -hmm. like I I don't know where you sit on this overall. Like, do you feel the same way I do? Like where it just kind of leaves a very sour taste in your mouth because that's where I'm at with it. 
Yes, yes, uh, absolutely. It's like I'm borderline don't even want to use Netflix anymore. Um, just like how I don't play Activision or Blizzard games anymore. You know what I mean? It's 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 just flat out disgusting, honestly. And it like it sucks to see Chappelle have this stance, too, you know, because like I know you and I have both been fans of a lot of his content, you know, up until yeah. something like this comes out. Um, it's 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 just disgusting that people get away with this kind of shit. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like nothing's going to happen to Netflix over this. No, you know of I mean? course not. Of course not. They're like a nothing's going to happen. Billion dollar company. And they're not yeah. going to catch any flack for this on a, on a real yeah. level. You know? Yeah, it's it's disgusting. I mean, the, the best thing we can do really as individuals is show support to those people who have been wronged in this situation, you know, yeah. and and back them up so Netflix can just continue to see how the community feels. You know what I mean? Yeah, Um, I'd say the only way to really get them is to go right for their pockets. But there's millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of people in in their pockets already. And I don't feel like it's going to make much of a difference, unfortunately. It won't. You know? But the, the most that we can do is support these people that are trying to do the walkout. Exactly. Because that, exactly. that's important. Like, we, we need to be voicing the importance of this walkout. Because, like, this, this is why the importance of the... Uh, uh, the day off Twitch movement was so important because if we if yeah. we present that this shit isn't OK and we like as a group, as a demographic, say in unison, this isn't OK, dude, then like then we can start looking at moves in the future because that's the only way that like multi-billion dollar companies will take fucking people seriously. You know, mm -hmm. like we we have to be simultaneously saying, dude, this is fucked up. This is yep. fucked up. Like, you cannot fucking yep. do this. Because, like, again, like I said, like, my beef isn't even with fucking Chappelle. I don't give a shit about one comedian saying stupid shit. Because Chappelle honestly has been, has spent the last three fucking stand-ups bitching and complaining about people bitching and complaining. And honestly, I'm fucking over it. It's whatever. I don't even fucking give a shit. There's bigger fish to fry in this goddamn world. Yeah. But when employees are being fired for their opinions, for their being upset. Mm -hmm. That's where I'm like, I can't. I fucking can't. Yeah. Like, like nobody should be getting fired because they're upset about something their company did. That's why most companies have open door policies. You know, like why, like why in, in, for in a fucking world where employees are getting fired because they're upset at their job, every employee should be getting fucking fired. Every employee mm -hmm. should be getting, nobody fucking likes every move their goddamn company makes. And we start supporting companies firing their fucking employees because they're outraged about something that they are very justified to be outraged about. Ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. Oh, absolutely <sighs> ridiculous. I just. I know. Uh, I know. I know. I know. Hopefully we see a good result of this. Hopefully we fucking do. Uh, it, it's we can only hope for the goddamn best, you know, <laughs> and I send my wishes out to the employees that have been terminated with their employment with Netflix so far. I hope these people find jobs. I hope that we mm. get good results for them because they deserve it. They they were upset about something that was justifyingly upsetting. 
And I hope that that doesn't fuck things up for them. With that said, there's some other stuff that people have been getting a little bit upset about too. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online plus the expansion pack subscription launches October 25th and costs $49.99. This comes from Anna Diaz uh, from Polygon. And it reads like this. Nintendo revealed pricing details and launch date for its premium tier subscription for Nintendo Switch Online. The service that lets Switch owners play multiplayer games online and offers access to a library of classic NES and Super for NES games. The Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack, which Nintendo announced in September, will cost $49.99 for an individual membership and $79.99 for a family membership, which includes up to eight accounts for 12 months. Nintendo will launch the service October 25th. In comparison, the standard Nintendo Switch Online subscription tier costs $19.99 for a year for an individual account and $34.99 for a family pack. The premium version of Nintendo Switch Online brings a bundle of retro games to the Nintendo Switch from the Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis. Nintendo also announced Nintendo 64 and Sega Genesis controllers for the Switch back in September at a separate Nintendo Direct. Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack will also offer access to downloadable content for Animal Crossing New Horizons. Nintendo announced the DLC Happy Home Paradise during a Nintendo Direct presentation on Friday. If you want to buy the DLC by itself, it will be available for $24.99 on November 5th, 2021. So a little backstory for you, Devin. People, there's a, there's a big amount of people, so I've found, that are very upset that they are charging $50.00. Uh, for people to have individual access to this. Where are you <laughs> on, on this one? <laughs> I could see it being a little bit cheaper, but this is this is kind of like Netflix's Game Pass. You know what I mean? I mean, not Netflix, uh, Nintendo's Game Pass. This is Nintendo's Game Pass, essentially, because what they are doing is they're putting their retro consoles and also Sega Genesis available to download a library, a curated library which is going to be well over 100 games at this point. You know what I mean? So it's like, I understand people are upset about this, but this isn't this this isn't for online access and connectivity. This is for having a ton of games. You know what I mean? Thank you. Like, thank you. Like, this is for games. This isn't this isn't for playing like you still have access to the regular $20 a year Nintendo online. You still have that. The price of that is not changing. Mm -hmm. Like I pay $15 a month to have Game Pass Ultimate. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is a lot more than $50 a year for everything. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like the fact that people are complaining about this, um, I need you to sit down and think about what you're saying <laughs> and realize think about what that you've this done. maybe <laughs> isn't for you. And you need to stop bitching because Nintendo's <laughs> obviously trying to make a little bit of a buck right now off of their old library. And I just want to play Paper Mario, okay? So <laughs> sit down and stay in your lane. <laughs> no, I'm 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 very much in the same boat as you here. Um far less abrasive about it <laughs> but no i'm 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 very much in the same thought process as you where it's yeah. like for for me i i saw this and i was like dude this is lit like you probably saw my tweet about it like i was like this is tight like like yeah xbox game pass pushing other game companies to say hey this is the model you should be doing like we are seeing growth from this yeah. is awesome because it puts other companies in a position to have to compete and then we get things like this where for 50 dollars mm -hmm. a a year for one year for 50 dollars you can have a massive suite of video games. And and here's my thing too. Even 
if they up it by 10 more dollars to put GameCube library on there in like a year or two, like that's the trajectory that we're going, right? Yeah. yeah. Like those aren't massive games. They'll probably be a couple gigabytes, but they're not going to be massive games. Like this will be ways for people to experience Twilight Princess for the first time. Um, you know, uh, I mean, for me, it's Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Or, you know, it's like <laughs> like there there's so much content out there star fox adventures like you ever play that game on gamecube yeah. that game was fucking yeah. lit yeah um final fantasy crystal chronicles like there there's a lot uh, of hey, hey, actually they already remade that for the switch and i mm-hmm. own it mm-hmm. uh, uh we we can you can play the original luigi's mansion like there's 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 so many different yeah. different offerings that this has to fucking give to people for the for the small mm-hmm. cost of 50 dollars a year a yeah. year like, you're talking, like, very middle. This is less than one modern-day new-generation video game, and you're getting so it. much out of it. Yeah, and think about it this way. you're It's 30 more dollars than 20 bucks, and you're getting a library of games to play. Mm-hmm. If you don't want that, that's on you. Just pay $20 a month still. Yeah, like because th- this is for the people that are Nintendo fans. This is Nintendo fan package. If you are not that much of a Nintendo fan like I am, like I'm not a, as big of enough of a Nintendo fan to I am. feel justified to pay for this because I just wouldn't play those games. I wouldn't be getting my money's worth out of it, and that's my decision, and that's fine. But for people that are Nintendo fans, this is dope. This is dope. Me. Yeah. Me. You're telling- I was the kid in elementary school that got Nintendo power. That- exactly. Like, it, like, for me, it's just like... I like. To me, in my brain, just as a video game fan, a person who loves video games, this is rad. The more you can offer to video game fans, the better. And that's all that matters to me. If you don't want it, don't fucking get it. I don't know why we have to keep telling people this. If you don't want it, don't fucking pay for it. If you don't want to see it, don't fucking look at it. If you don't want to hear it, don't fucking listen to it. Like it's like <laughs> it's like I don't understand. Wait, what, what what's that look for? Nothing, nothing. Okay, okay. I, yeah, I, I I saw the beginning of a trailer pop up and I was like, <gasps> oh. <laughs> yeah, oh no, actually, actually, I think this is the Suicide Squad game. Oh, sick. Yeah. Oh, maybe, maybe. Well, sick. actually, maybe not. It something looks, animated. Looks cool. Oh yeah, no, this is the Suicide Squad game. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I saw the, the Harley Quinn and I was like, yeah, no, that, yeah. that definitely is. That definitely is. With that said, oh, though, it, to, yeah. to, to me, yeah, it's it's just like if you don't want it, don't fucking pay for it. It's obviously not for you if you think this is too much money for the amount of stuff that you're getting out of it. And that's fine. Nobody's wrong here. I don't think anybody's wrong here. It's just don't just don't fucking pay your money for it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Devin, let's move on to hands on deck okay so this is our hands-on similar we talk a little bit about a game and or movie and or show that we have recently watched or played and we try to pitch them to each other and we try to pitch them to you guys at home with that said we're running just a little bit tight on time so Devin, let's do one each let's do one each today my friend so what have you been watching or playing so uh i i have a very short one and i have a combined one with you um very short one everybody Go watch Midnight Mass. Holy fuck. Yeah. I, I I still have one episode to go, but holy fuck. Like, I can't say a lot about it besides it has really good character development, really good backstory. And it's so subtle, but so powerful at the same time. So. 
I know we're bagging on Netflix right now, which is well-deserved, but it's on Netflix. And it's quality content from the creators of Haunting of Hill House and um, Bly Manor. So definitely, definitely check it out. Good old Flanagan. Giving us magic. Yep. Yep. Other than that, Ernell, you and I have spent a lot of time playing Back for Blood. Yes, we have. We have. God damn, that game is fun. This game is fun, dude. (laughs) But but the anxiety I get playing that game at the same time, not because it's scary, but because it's chaos. It's chaos. And it's actually kind of fucking hard. Yeah. It's way harder than Left 4 Dead. Yeah, and I like it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) I love it. And. One of my favorite aspects is the gun customization. There are a couple things I wish you could do differently, and I hope that they do a quality of life update. Like, I would like to be able to remove attachments from my guns when I'm picking up another gun, or like, let's say somebody has like a broken attachment on a gun that they just picked up. Like, I would like to be able to give them one just so they're, or like, you could take the broken attachment off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I would like that to happen. Um, but other than that, the gameplay, the way everything moves, like it, it's the, the panic you get sometimes when you're surrounded by a horde. You're like, fuck, I can't run. You know, Dude, yeah. it's 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 very well done. I am stoked and like shouts out to uh, to fucking um, Microsoft for getting that day one release on Xbox Game Pass. Game Pass for, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Both console and PC, too. Like, they got so that shit good. in the bag, man. And, like, we're just talking about with Nintendo, you know, getting into this realm. That What what if they offer a $100 a year plan, right, for them to put a few first-party titles a year for download? Like, th- this is a trajectory that we're seeing to come. Like, what if Sony finally starts putting their first-party titles on PS Now? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like... This is this is just what's happening. We already see it in the market that Sony is starting to put their first party titles on PC. So just again, good, good for Xbox. Another third party title day one game pass. And it's it's great game. It's great game. Like in review so far, I would give it an eight out of ten, especially for playing with friends. Oh, yeah. But oh, dude, this is one of the best multiplayer uh, experiences of the year period yeah yeah this yeah. this like it it feels smooth the crossplay crossplay we have yep. fucking crossplay in this game day one no problem like we were able to play i was on a ps4 you were on your fucking pc and chase mm-hmm. was on his xbox and everything was fucking rad it ran incredibly yep. smooth compared to the beta too Everything was silky fucking smooth, dude. Like, it, yep. I'm I'm very stoked about, like, them doing the beta and actually listening to the audience about the problems mm-hmm. that were in the beta. Because we saw a night and day fucking difference in the quality. Yep. Which is harboring back to Battlefield 2042 earlier in the show. A lot of people complained about the beta being buggy. Turns out that was a six month old build that they released on the beta. And. All they were doing was really stress testing the servers. So a lot of the issues that people had with like audio bugs or, or you know, uh, texture tearing is already been fixed. Yeah. So, yeah. And and connectivity wise, the servers ran great. I barely had any issues playing that both on console and PC, which so, is good to know. 
which is good to yep. know. Which is exactly what um, was it? Turtle Rock? Yeah, Turtle Rock Studios, who did Back for Blood, which is exactly what they learned with their beta because yep. they were having server issues and it is fixed. So this just shows them listening to their audience. So I, I really like to uh, get out there and make some suggestions to them, not saying they'll listen to me, but if they if they just change the weapons up a little bit where we can take the attachments off and on weapons like i would like to be able to move them between my weapons too oh you yeah. know oh yeah 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 that's yeah. what i want to see sick man yeah no i'm i'm very happy about it myself too very happy about mm-hmm. it myself too so my one that i have uh for today is uh a netflix show called made um <clears throat> and that's made as an m-a-i-d like a housekeeper mm-hmm. um the, I apparently I'm in a weird uh sad tober uh <laughs> kick right now because this show yeah. is fucking heartbreaking in every fucking way imaginable. Okay. Oh my god. I've there's ten episodes. I've cried for six of them. This show is really fucking, dude. I it is God, dude. Okay, so this show is about a woman who is trying to escape from a domestic violence situation she's being emotionally abused by her daughter her three-year-old daughter's dad and the first Mm. episode starts with her leaving and this entire show is about the after effects and the things that she has to experience now being homeless now not having a job now not having any family to lean on really in order to take care of her three-year-old daughter after having had left this domestic emotional abuse situation that she was in. And it, it is such a like down to earth, like ground level look at what a domestic violence victim, specifically a single mom, domestic violence victim has to go through in the broken fucked up system that the United States has for, for, for domestic violence victims. Mm Mm-hmm. And it is some of the saddest fucking shit on the planet because she is just trying to get her life together, being independent for the first time with her three old daughter. And the way they use Maddie, the three old daughter, is so fucking heart wrenching (laughs) as a parent. Devin, oh, my God, dude, like it's just they don't they don't focus too much like on the daughter. They focus just enough to show that like her and her mom have a very close relationship, but it's just this poor woman and this poor girl are constantly having one problem after another, one thing after another, realizing that the system Mm -hmm. is so broken. It was not built to easily help people. And it starts out very much in a struggle because she doesn't actually believe that she was going through abuse because she Mm -hmm. wasn't getting hit by her partner. She was being emotionally abused. And that is a very interesting dynamic, right? Oh, yeah. Exactly, because she doesn't have the bruises to show it. The state that she lives in in the show, her character, um, has very, 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 like, does not take it as seriously because it's not physical abuse. And that is not a, oh, this is 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago. This is now. This is an issue now. Like, there are women that experience emotional abuse in in domestic partnerships that do not get taken seriously because they're not being hit by their partner. It's still fucking abuse. And this show talks about how important that is. 
And some of the characters that they have in the show, the relationships that she builds with them is so beautiful. So beautiful. And she meets them by being their maid. And it is, yeah. oh my god, dude. I'm, I, I have 30 minutes left of the very last episode. I'm going to be watching that when we get off today. And I am in love with the show. If you, if you, listen, I know the past couple of weeks I've been recommending fucking tearjerkers and heartbreakers. But if you want a reason to cry, this is it. This is the fucking show for it. There's 10 episodes on Netflix. Go fucking watch it. Oh, man. I've been looking you. at that and I just, oh. I don't know if oh, I want to dude. put myself through it now. Dude, it's, 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 <laughs> been... There's there's some parts I've watched, like just yeah. laying in bed. And I was like, <sighs> like, uh, like just feeling yikes. it like, oh, my God, dude, it's bad. Oh, my God. It's such a good show, though. It's such a good story. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If if, if, uh, if you're looking for you guys at home, if you guys are looking for a reason to fucking sob a little bit, this is it. Because uh, even just the last episode I watched, the second to last one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm know. Tony, if I, want to. Tony, dude, I know. I know. I know. I know. Listen, listen, listen. I just don't know. If sometimes I want you just got. To, sometimes man. you just got to get a good lonely cry in. You know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. you just got. You just got to sit yeah. in your room, watch something sad, and just be like, <gasps> and just let it out. Just let it. Just yeah. fucking let it out. And you just you just have a nice uh, can of four loco. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just shut, you're just knocking back four locos to the saddest fucking movies you can possibly I was, watch. I was gonna say like some red wine or something. Nah, dude, you're taking the trash can Paul status, dog. Yeah, but yeah, but you have a four loco and a bottle of OE. You're, you're just knocking back both of them while watching the pursuit of happiness. Are you kidding me? That's the way to do it. That's how to be sad. Okay, <laughs> if you don't. Have, uh, tell it, tell me, tell me you haven't you haven't double fisted an OE in a four loco. Actually, don't tell me, please, because if you ever did that, I, I actually be- haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I so was, I was gonna say I I hope not because that would be some of the saddest fucking shit. <laughs> I, the I have, however, double fisted old ye though. <laughs> That's right. and yep. I double fisted four locos, but not in but combination. Not, but not one in <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not one with the other, not one with the other. That's fair. That's fair. Well, tonight, yeah, yeah. today, guys, we are double fisting something that's going to be very fun for all of you. This Yikes. is Yikes. our headlining <laughs> segment, <laughs> the Gallows. <laughs> today, guys, this is our headlining segment. Today, we are ranking classic movie horror villains. Okay, so here's the deal, Devin. I have 17 listed for us. 17 of what I found to be the most popular. And classic, and most importantly, iconic horror movie villains. We need to dwindle, we need to eliminate seven, and we need to rank ten. All right, so here's what we're looking at here. I'm gonna read this list off to everybody at home. All right, I gotta, I gotta open up a, a quick document here, quick docky, a quick docky, yep. you know what I'm saying? A quick docky. Yep, yep. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get some notes going here, real quick uh-huh, as well. Uh huh, uh huh. Okay, so, so what we'll do here. All right, I'm going to read off the list for everybody at home so that they know what we're working with. All right, so that they know what we're working with here. Okay, and what we'll do is we'll just notch them off. After I'm done listing them, we'll notch them off one by one and then keep the 10 that we absolutely need. All right, so, uh, oh, shit. I froze our I froze our games for a second. Sorry, guys. Um, okay, so firstly, we have Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Chucky, Ghostface, Jack Torrance from The Shining, 
the Xenomorph, uh, Leatherface, Pinhead, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho, Predator, Hannibal Lecter uh, from Hannibal, mind you, <laughs> Silence of the Lambs, you know, so on and so forth, uh, Norman Bates from Psycho, uh, Candyman, Jigsaw, Pennywise, and The Thing. Okay, so Devin, what we need to talk about really quick here is what qualifies a good horror villain? Oh, uh, they're doing Shazam Fury of the Gods trailer right now. I'm, 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 I'm more okay. focused on the Batman. I'm okay. more focused on the Batman. We'll, we'll get okay. that. that's, that's the big, juicy, um, meaty entree that we need. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just, yeah, yeah. Just, the, just right there in your hand. He's right there yeah. in your hand. He's just... So, <laughs> I'm sorry, Devin. <laughs> no, you're okay. You're okay. So <laughs> could you could you ask me this question again? Because I'm making a list right now of who what? I would eliminate. So what, what, what do you think would qualify as a... As a good classic horror villain, iconic mm-hmm. motive, motive. Ooh, good choice. Okay, motive and uh, intensity, intensity, intensity. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like um, I, I would, I would, I would maybe, I would maybe also say, um, I'd maybe say recklessness. Or would that just kind mm-hmm. of fall under motive? I think that would kind of fall yeah. under, under intensity, I, right? You know, there there is there is like one on here that I don't recognize, and that's Jack Torrance. That's uh, The Shining. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I feel like he is iconic in a sense, but we is. only see him once. Yes. We only see him once. Yes. So okay. Mm-hmm. So I would say, I would also agree. We can maybe take off Jack Torrance. I I I because yeah. in my in my head like most of these classic horror villains, I feel like the more they kill, the better they are. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. if you're bad, <laughs> if you throw fifteen passes and you're only like completing three, uh, you're probably not good. Uh, so I would say yeah, I, I would vote for Jack Torrance being off. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Who um, now? Who else do we got here? Who else do we got? I so automatically uh, as as much as I like these these as uh, monsters or characters, but automatically I'm going to for me, I would cross off Xenomorph and um, the thing and um, Predator because they are more so creatures in aliens. Yes, they can be scary at -hmm. times. I feel like Predator is more of a more of a um, action movie. To me, okay, okay. that's I'm not saying again, all of these are good. Yes, but we're narrowing it down. Yes. So I, I would X off Xenomorph because, yes, it's scary alien, but not uh, there's not, no motive. There's no motive. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just it's 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 an, an alpha creature that needs to eat and destroy everything and, and and spread its seed. Good right. Point. That's okay. all it is. OK. So we can take um, off the alien creatures. So yeah. we have all right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, we gotta get rid of three more. Three okay. more. Okay. Um three more. I would get rid of Ghostface. <gasps> yep. I don't Why? care. Why? I just I just don't care. Don't care really? about Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's it's I, I I've always thought that Scream was boring. That's just me. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I can't. We. I, I don't, you want to know take, why? Okay. You want to know why? Okay. 
it it feels like they just wanted to copy Halloween. Sure. But for that that's that's what Scream is to me. It's a it's a Halloween copy. White they took a white mask and they stretched it out. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm gonna push back on you on this because I feel like there's room for Ghostface before there's room for Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. Yeah, so that I actually Norman Bates and Patrick Bateman were two others that I wanted to get rid of. Okay. I I feel like Ghostface has a place here. So I'm gonna vote I'm gonna vote we keep him. But I will happily get rid of Norman Bates because I also agree. I feel like they're Norman Bates and Patrick Bateman are a little bit different. They're not they're not reckless abandon. They are. Yeah, we're psychotic. Yeah. And that is that is a different game here. OK, yeah, so, I so, think so what are we at right now? We got two, uh, four, six, eight. We need one more. One more gone. Oh, this is hard. This is hard. All right. I, I would maybe though. I have one for you. OK, what, what's your vote? What's your vote? So it's uh, it's up to two, two others. If you want to keep Ghostface, it's up to two others for me. OK, the movie was good. But Candyman mm -hmm. or Jigsaw. I'm going to vote Candyman off. Yeah, I think I think Candyman's a very specific horror villain and mm -hmm. it is not nearly as iconic or horrifying as the rest of these guys. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So like, OK, so listeners chat. Listeners at home, viewers at home, here is our list and we are going to rank this list here. Let, let have, him know who we all voted off. Go go down yes, that list. Yes, we're we're going to go down the list of just as it is. And you guys in chat, if you would like to pitch in on, on how you think this should be, please let us know. Uh this is this is our list of where it is, and then now we're going to rank them. We have Pennywise, Jigsaw, Hannibal Lecter, Pinhead, Leatherface, Ghostface, Chucky, Jason, Freddy, and Michael Myers. Devin, let's start from the worst. Who uh, not worst, so to speak, because they're, they're bad. But of these ten, who do you think is the least best movie killer? Ghostface. <laughs> Ghostface, that's yes, that's your vote. Okay, he just uses a knife. He's not very creative. He chases teenagers, like not very creative. They made a parody movie of him because he's not very creative. <laughs> they made a parody movie of every fucking horror villain. Basically, <laughs> here's here's the deal though. I think I will agree on on the simple fact that Ghostface is the only one out of all of these that doesn't. Besides one other that doesn't have abilities mm -hmm. and is not like a crazed psycho killer. He has a very specific motive in the movies. Yep. And I think yep. that that puts him in the bottom of the list. So we'll yep. put Ghostface down here. And I'm going to put a 10 right next to his name so he can signify. OK, so we have Ghostface at 10th place. Who, Devin, is in ninth place? Mm, I was going to go with. I was going to put. Oh, who do you think? I was going to say either Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees. Because they're both <laughs> like unstoppable forces, but they're they're killers. You know what I mean? Oh, that's that's wild, because I, I think. Both Michael and Jason are top five. Easily. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. let me let me reevaluate then. 
Because um, I feel like the more, like, like Supernatural? Low, not not supernatural, but the more, like, if we're talking body count, dude, if we're talking about uh, reckless yeah. abandon, those guys are fucking slaying. Okay. I, I, I have one for you. I have one for you. Okay. Let, let's, let's put... I want to say Jigsaw, only because I am very uninterested in those movies. I I want us I want us to put a focus on on the character on the character itself. Yeah, that that's the, what I mean. It's the, like it's someone who hides behind a mask and just makes demented games. Doesn't really do a lot of the killing themselves, but like mm. makes torture rooms and booby traps for people to kill themselves. You know um, what I mean? Now those 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 torture rooms are pretty wild. They are pretty wild. They are they are, but it's it's just uninteresting to me. Like Hannibal Lecter is so much more scary to me because that could be somebody in real life. You know what I mean? I like like that's awesome. that's something could, that could hit in real life. So I'm saving Hannibal Lecter for like up top more so in my opinion oh, because okay, okay, think about okay, it, okay, intelligent, intelligent, intelligent cannibal. Okay, well, we'll we'll dive into Hannibal yeah. Lecter here in a second. In your defense for Jigsaw, because I actually do kind of agree. In your defense of Jigsaw, I think because technically there is more than one Jigsaw. Yeah, we have to put him near the bottom, right? Like, yeah, I feel like he yeah. fits perfectly. It's like Ghostface too. Ghostface has cop is copycats. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I I can I can ride that wave. I can ride the wave. Okay, so we've got Jigsaw. At number nine. Devin, who do you think is number eight on this list? Chucky. Oh. Actually, and, I think- and the, only, the only reason why I say that is, yes, Chucky is scary. It terrified me as a child. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, if I see a fucking doll with a knife, I'm going to beat the fuck out of that thing and destroy it. <laughs> you know what I mean? 399. 399. <laughs> Dude, like, I going to grab a chair and just fucking smash it and the the knife's gonna come out of its hand as soon as i do that and i'm gonna grab that motherfucker and rip it apart you know what i mean like <laughs> no hold, hold on though hold on hold on though because this is a conversation i've had with some people before i if if my memory serves me correct and chat guys at home please correct me if i'm wrong here if my memory serves me correctly it's one of the abilities that chucky has is that when as as a doll, even though he's a doll, he has the spiritual entity of the killer that is inside of the yeah. doll. So even though like he's just a doll, he is still just as strong as his actual human self, which is why he was able to kind of easily kill people. Yeah. If my memory serves me correctly. So it's like, even though I like the idea of me just beating the shit out of a fucking doll with a, with a knife, a part of me feels like that that they had tried that and it didn't work. Oh no! I see. I saw a fucking grown woman beat the shit out of him with an axe. So fuck that, dude. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm fair enough. Fair enough. I'm yeah, gonna, that's fair. I'm gonna beat the fuck. Like, even if it's a grown fucking man, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's fair. That's fair. Okay. I, I, I like, think I can, I'm I can a grown. Agree. I'm a grown man, and I work a blue collar job, dog. I'll take a hammer to his forehead. <laughs> To, to me, to me, it's 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 I would I would not hesitate to actually fight Ghostface, Jigsaw or Chucky myself, too. I like I or like Hannibal Lecter, any of those or Hannibal, yeah, Lecter. or Hannibal Lecter. The thing that Hannibal Lecter has, though, is that 
Well, okay. We'll we'll, we'll dive into that. Yeah. As far as Chucky, yeah. Jigsaw, and Ghostface being our bottom three here on the list, I would absolutely run hands with those three. Like, no yep. hesitation. Yep. And if yep. I die in the process, cool. But I would yep. absolutely fight yep. those. The rest of these yep. guys... There's an argument yeah, to me. That yeah, I yeah, no, probably, I'm yeah. with you on that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, which is exactly why this, this is kind of my list. Like, it's like, who can I throw hands with and who can I not? <laughs> you know what I sure, mean? Sure. Like, like the reason why we got rid of Jack Torrance and Norman Bate, <laughs> because I could throw hands with those motherfuckers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I love, I love that we're now basing this this ranking on whether or not we could throw hands and be successful. <laughs> like, like Norman Bates, yeah. I could fuck that guy up. You are right. You know, you know what though? Honestly, like that is a very good premise to base this list on. Like, like how capable one would be to throw hands with that character because that's just a signification of how fucking horrifying they are, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I, I feel yeah. like that's that's like, a ju- that's a good justification. Uh, the thing, Xenomorph and Predator, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, right. you know, what there's, I mean? there's no <laughs> chance. There's no chance. But yeah. on the other hand, though, like we still have a bunch of beings here that. Absolutely, I we know. run hands with. Now, so who is number seven, though? I'm gonna say Hannibal Lecter. Okay, because he is terrifying in the sense of what he does and how he does it. But I could throw hands. <laughs> I I also I also will admit too that his uh his being terrifying is more on a down to earth sort of basis of like, exactly because it's not supernatural. There's more that can be done to it. Right. Which is why the whole, like we're, we're, we're being facetious when we're saying like, Oh, I'd run hands with them. Like I think you could catch the smoke. We'd still be scared. We'd still be scared. uh, Of course, you know, of course. But it's like, at that point, it's just a matter of like the rest of the, as we're going progressing through this list, there's less and less of a chance that anybody can do anything about any of these beings. And so it's like, even though we're being facetious about, Oh, they, we, we would, <laughs> we would run shit with them. It's st- it still sort of makes sense. So, so you say Hannibal Lecter, right? Yeah. I was going to say Hannibal Lecter. Like he, he is, he's still terrifying in the sense, like there are people out there who are just like him in real life. There really are. There are. That's true. That's true. And for that, I will actually agree with you. I, I think that is reasonable. Uh, so we have seven. Yeah, this is when it starts to get hard. This is <laughs> tough. This is the tough spot, right? Yeah, this, the, the this is the top six. Now. So so now we can start talking a little bit more about motivation. We can talk about recklessness and stuff, which begs the conversation. I would say I would say that number six belongs to Leatherface. I actually was thinking the same thing because it's it's very family based and raised and like the actual story of Ed Gein kind of puts it more of an, in a grounded level as well, you know. But the the idea of somebody killing you with a chainsaw is fucking terrifying. It is you know terrifying. I mean? Yes, you are one hundred percent correct. Uh, Jason Voorhees uh, is a killer, does not have supernatural abilities, and honestly, I could probably outrun Leatherface. Let's be real. Now, granted, I'm I'm a fast fat guy, but like Leatherface. Let's be real. Like, you are is he sprinting with the fucking chainsaw on his hands? No. no. The reason no. why people die is because people try to fight him with the chainsaw in his hands. Yeah. 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 Now, I have seen that they have sort of canonized some things here with with Jason Vor- or with Leatherface specifically uh, that that he's really hard to fucking kill. Like people have yeah. shot this motherfucker. And he still has not been downed. So it's like. Now, granted, though, between the others, 
which I'll, I'll, I'll do a rundown for everybody at home once we get to five. I think once we get to five, we can start talking some really heavy details because it'd be real hard going into the top five here. I, I would say, yeah, I think we're in agreement here. Leatherface is probably number six. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. OK, okay. that's fair. Oh, that so, fair. OK. All right. All right. So you got got that. So now we are getting into the, the top, top five. five here. So let me give you guys a rundown from uh, from 10 to six. We have Ghostface at number 10, Jigsaw at number nine, Chucky at number eight, Hannibal Lecter at number seven. And Leatherface at number six. Hey, I just want to let you know, there's a Sweet Tooth trailer. Oh, fuck. That's right. Well, well, I'll, I'll watch it after. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, watch it. yeah. As far as live reacts, I, I think we prioritize yeah, yeah. Batman if it comes yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. I, I just um, want to let you know real oh, quick. I love you. I love you. Okay. <laughs> so uh, top five, we have Pinhead, Pennywise, Jason, Freddy, and Michael Myers. Devin, who do you think belongs in the number five spot? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like all of these like yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. actually, let's take a step back here. Let's pause real quick. Are we talking old Pennywise or modern Pennywise? For me, it's the modern Pennywise. For me, it's, it's so the much big chicken. The yeah. original chicken sounds. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the modern Pennywise is fucking horrifying, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just the uh, we. Are- Float down here. Yeah, because it, it, it's like the original Tim Curry, Pennywise, was was scary for different reasons, right? Yeah. He was he was horrifying for different reasons. This this current Pennywise that we have is magnificently fucking terrifying. Magnificently yeah. terrifying. They did such a good job on it. They did such a good job. But then we have things like Jason and Michael, both very iconic both classic yeah. horror villains, both very hard to kill. They keep coming fucking back, my guy. Like, they, they don't stop yeah. for nothing. Pennywise eventually gets beaten. Uh, well, Pinhead, Jason's, horrifying. J- yeah, J- Jason Jason is dead already. He's they, they've, they've canonized him being undead. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, for sure. So, so, so that, Jason is a supernatural force as well. Right. Um, and unstoppable. He's a fucking a biological tank, essentially, that swings a machete. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And then, the only way to kill him is to, like, literally blow him up. And then we, um, we start talking about Michael Myers, who, like, technically also kind of just, like, unstoppable, right? We're, like, yeah. eight movies in, nine movies in with Michael Myers. Yeah. So I so, still need to watch this this one that the last one they did. It's supposed to be the last one, right? Halloween Kills, yeah, just came out uh, technically Thursday night. Yeah, I need to watch that. I know, me too. Me too. I got. I got to go hit the theaters for that bad boy. But now, Devin, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, man? What are you thinking, man? I I om- um I almost want to say Pennywise belongs at five because he eventually gets well. She, if we talk book canonization, mm-hmm. she technically gets defeated. Hmm. Uh, it's so hard though because like yeah. Pennywise could always come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like always, and like it's so terrifying the way that Pennywise haunts people before he kills them, you know, or or they. Let's just say they in this yeah. matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just because uh, so now so now we can take we can take invincibility out the door because I feel like these final five are just 
period, unfucking stoppable, right? So we can take that out. Who has the most interesting motivation? Or actually, let's sorry, of these five, who has the least interesting motivation? Um, probably Jason Voorhees. Okay, so Jay because so, he's he's just killing people because to kill people because well not his necessarily mom, his mom his yeah. mom he's got mommy issues that's why he's killing people. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's that's fair. He does he's have the, mommy he's issues. The, yeah. He's the he's he's the biological tank that's undead. But he's essentially the same as Norman Bates. He kills people because he's got mommy issues. But what's Pennywise's motivation, though, Com- in comparison? To feast. To feast. Yeah, but wasn't that the argument that we had to take off Predator and, and he, Xenomorph? But he feasts off of fear. So he generates fear on people and eats them. And the fear is what feeds him. Okay. Z- Z- Xenomorph is just a... Um, it's just an alien. It just needs to eat. It just needs to survive. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's its instinct. But it's kind of also Pennywise too, Pen- right? Yeah, but he plays with his prey. He okay. plays with them. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. He, I he, see where you're going he, for. He, 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 he dives into people's deepest, darkest fears and uses it against them. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Okay, so he, like, he plays with his he, food like a cat. I got you. Yeah, okay. well, yeah, well, think about it. He goes into your mind and figures out your fear and then he makes that fear a reality for you that's almost like freddy krueger when you're dreaming sure i mean freddy definitely has more motivations too now one oh, thing yeah. that, uh, one thing i think we're avoiding here is is pinhead's motivations yeah i i like pinhead but for me i don't know a whole ton about pinhead so maybe maybe this might be 5 I, ooh, for me, I don't know if I can me, say that because Pinhead is is horrifyingly killing people, like like yeah. like it, ripping the, them apart. And the stuff. Pinhead yeah, deaths know. are pretty fucking graphic, and yeah. uh, and I, I I don't I I don't know if I could reasonably put <sighs> Pinhead at number five when we have someone like Pennywise and Jason that are a little bit okay. more mindless in their killing. All right, all right. For me, it's the McRib because that fucking yes. shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking course. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Oh, no, God, but, but I'll, I'll do your if McRib I'm, if I'm gonna, command. <laughs> I, I, will, um, I will just say, for me, number five, and I feel like I'm locking this in because it's really hard for me to decide this. Mm-hmm. For me, it's, it's Jason Voorhees because... He he is an unstoppable force, yes, but his his kills are uninspiring. Sure. Between the two, who are you more scared of? Between, Pinhead? Between J- Jason and Pennywise. Oh, Pennywise. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now, the, and I base this off of seeing the original Tim Curry one. Boy, for years as a child, I was checking the shower and the shower curtain because the Tim Curry one where he just appears in people's bathrooms. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Like because of the sewer system mm-hmm. that that definitely like traumatized me as a child for a few years. That's and I fair. don't know why I was so driven to watch that when I was a kid because I watched it on my own accord because it was on TV, right? I did not watch that because of my parents or anything or okay. anybody else. I watched it because I was a child and I came across it on TV. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. You know? 
Okay. I think I think I can ride that wave. I would I would say Jason is is perfectly fitted for five just because of what we have going up against him here. Yeah, yeah four very, very horrifying fucking villains. Uh, yeah. Above Jason. And Jason, although he is like he's 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 horrifying for his, Yeah, he's horrifying for his different reasons. I think Jason is I think I think the the horrifyingness of Jason is is far under the horrifyingness if that's even a word of the other four here. Okay? So now we t- now we're talking fourth place. We have Pennywise, Pinhead, Freddy and Michael. What I'm gonna belongs go... in fourth? For a lot of the same reasons, I would say Michael Myers. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, and I mean, he is virtually the same thing as Jason Voorhees, except alive. I I think I have to give credit to Michael, though, for for his relentless hunting. Like, yeah. I, I feel like this man of all of these, these things, the, the dudes in this fucking list that we have here, Michael is on an endless pursuit and he deserves yeah. credit for this. I, which is why he's in the top five. Uh, sure. Sure. Yes. absolutely. You know, you know what I mean? I mean, I don't think number four is a bad spot. I, it, I would at very least, Put him number three and have Pinhead be number four. Ooh, okay, okay, that's fair. Now, big question here, because we have to make sure being considerate of this, of Michael and Pinhead, who is more horrifying? Who is more scary? Pinhead. Yeah. The i the idea of being taken to another dimension and ripped apart piece by piece by hooks and chains. Okay. Okay. Under trials and tribulations All with right. many other pinhead-like people. <laughs> <laughs> the Cenobites, the Cenobites. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, like, that, that is that is pretty, pretty scary. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Now, hmm, motivations, though. Motivations, let's put, though. Let's put pinhead number four, then. That's true. Because, because the, the here, I, I want to do a little bit of studying here real quick, right? Because it's like... Like what? Oh my God, Batman! <gasps> oh, 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 Batman! Batman! It's one of the major characters of the 20th century. Oh God! And so oh God. many people connect to it on such a deep level, and for so many different reasons. Oh God! <laughs> about it, I just knew there was something radically different from it. Oh, this is gonna be so good. <laughs> oh. oh, guys! Oh, oh guys! Batman! 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 I felt that we'd seen lots of origin stories. We'd seen oh, guys, this is going to be so good. Fantasy. And I thought, well, one place we haven't been is grounding it. Behind the scenes looks. I'll, I'll describe for audio to listeners, too, right because people are going to be hearing this here. So you yeah. got some behind the scenes shots. Origin tale, but refer to his oh, Andy Circus. Oh, right from the beginning. There's a desperation. Oh. He's really working out. Bro. Rage. Oh, dude. All the fights seem very personal. So uh, oh, that looks like such a good Catwoman. Exploration yeah. The gray area. Oh, oh Zoe Kravitz, dude, she's gonna fucking really kill it. To fight for oh shit. Have someone else to fight for them. 
and that's uh, where Batman is. So we're, so we're seeing Zoe Jeffrey Wright with which Jeffrey Wright, Catwoman, and, and Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon. He's yep. just compelled to do it. There is no other option. Oh, some of the scenery looks real dark and dull, yeah. dude. Like I'm here for this. It's starting a lot of cutscenes, guys. A lot of a lot of montage cuts here. Hey guys, so you just saw a little look of us behind the scenes. Oh and, um, my god! It feels like that was forever ago, which is really strange. And actually, it was. Um, it was forever ago. Now, it was forever really ago for me um, to see you guys, especially. Uh, after all, everything that's happened and to see you now again. I feel like I've been watching your oh face Oh my god, that's gonna be so cool. Uh, in editorial, but now to actually see you guys <laughs> oh, is really, really great. And um, <laughs> I gotta say, it was a, an amazing time. Oh man. I, w I wonder if they're, and, um, are they gonna do like a really talk cool beforehand or after? Oh, and it's so exciting to see like- I don't know, I don't know, but this 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 is totally worth breaking into though. Yeah, I just, I don't wanna take too long because we still have other stuff we have to get into. Pinhead number four. More exciting. Pinhead number four, okay. I'll get that in, I'll get that in here. All right, all right, just, well, I'm just gonna mute this for right now, but let's just keep our conversation with this up so we know what's going on. I'm playing it for the people at home. So I just knew right away, like, Hold I know you guys quick, are friends, and so there was a great... Because I, I don't think they're going to get into the, the trailer really like fast. It's kind of keep close attention on it, and I think we can move back into it. Let's continue. Okay, so, yeah, keep keep an eye on it. I'm going to turn the volume down. Yeah, so... Just for now. Number three. Number three. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Oh God! Lots of noises. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I accidentally left all the uh, the segment splash screens up at the same time. Sorry. Um, okay. So number three, Devin. My argument here, I think, because we're also talking about how iconic they are, and I would I would argue that Michael Myers and Freddy are both more iconic than Pennywise. I was gonna say Pennywise for number three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I, I feel I feel like both my Michael and Freddie, like they like as far as being known villains, people that people are widely globally fucking horrified by those. Those two are it. Right. Yep. So now. Yep. Now we've got a very strange. Situation here where instead of Freddie versus Jason, we're now talking Freddie versus Michael. All right. Freddie versus Michael. And I have an argument here. I have an argument here on okay. who can be number one. Because right. I, I, I've been thinking this since we started this. Okay. I think Freddy Krueger gets number one. Mm, mm, why is that? Why, what are your reasons for this? He comes after you when you're asleep in your nightmares, in your dreams. And then if you figure out that's the only way he gets you, you stay awake. And then you start having hallucinations, which is also a gateway for him to come after you in the real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that is terrifying. Like, mm -hmm. how do you stop Freddy? You know what I mean? Like, Michael, you could arguably fight back if you have the right equipment. The arguably. right scenario, right? That's why Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis has survived for so long, right? Yep. <laughs> arguably. <laughs> His body count is high because fucking bullets don't stop him all the time. Every now and then they'll get him with a good shotgun and he'll be down yeah. at the end of the movie. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. But arguably, I think Freddy Krueger is a bit scarier than Michael. 
because and, and that was my same argument with Pennywise is he, he he lives off of your fear. You know what I mean? Right. He right. terrifies you. He toys with you. He fucks with you. You know mm, what I mean? Mm, mm. He doesn't just come at you and kill you. He fucks with you. That's fair. That's fair. You know? And because and, these are all the same reasons I gave for why I thought Nightmare on Elm Street was like the the all time best horror movie uh, and was my number one pick on on our last episode. Yeah, because Freddy, Freddy Krueger, the concept of Freddy Krueger is just just chilling to the, the way he looks to like, his voice. God, man. You know? well, well, and then on top of that, too, we start talking about motivations. Freddy, mm-hmm. his motivation is getting revenge. Right. He is yep. relentlessly getting revenge on the people that got him killed. And that's fucking hor- horrifying. And he's doing terrifying. it. Yeah. And he's doing it to everybody in their families, too. Yeah. Well, more everybody. specifically, the kids. He's going after the children of the, the kids that yeah. got him in trouble. And yeah, it's fucking it's fucking terrifying. Uh, now we can also talk a little bit about like the the character being acted. Both these characters are very well acted historically. But John mm-hmm. England as Freddy, mm-hmm. he all, even dude, that that reboot they did was really good too. With the guy that played um, uh, what who, what was I, his name from The Watchmen? Yeah, I I know what you're talking. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. I didn't really yeah. like the reboot that much myself. I wasn't uh, quite. I, I, I wasn't quite into it as much. So I I would love to see John England take the mantle back, honestly, because I think like that yeah. dude's is classic fucking Freddy. Yeah. I, I I think I think we are pretty in agreement here, my dude. Freddy Krueger has to take the cake, right? Mm. He has to take the cake. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and for the right reasons too. Um, like I said, this is in no means are any of these other characters. Not horrifying Ooh, not. because definitely there's not. a reason why they're here, except for Ghostface. I still don't think he should be here. Um, but <laughs> I, I, let's, I, I let's gave be that real. to you. Let's be real. Ghostface, the only reason Ghostface is on this list is purely because of being iconic, right? He's not He's not really that fucking scary. He is an mm-hmm. icon, though, in the horror world. People know. You yeah. see the Ghostface face yeah. you know who it is yeah. like he he's only on here strict because mm. of my I- iconic being iconic yeah. um with that said guys we now have our top 10 horror villains going to read it off to all of you listeners and viewers at home we have number 10 ghostface number nine jigsaw number eight chucky number seven hannibal lecter number six Leatherface. Oh, go batman batman <laughs> batman batman right now right now batman <laughs> browser 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 we're doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it. Oh! Oh god, here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh, the Riddler's gonna be so good, dude. The Riddler's gonna be so good. Question mark in the coffee cup. Let's go. Fear is a tool. When that light oh, they're is having alive. callbacks to the Joker in this too. It's not. You see call. that? Yeah. The. Oh, oh. dude. It's oh. a warning. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've been trying to reach you. 
That was a little weird. <laughs> I can take care of myself. Yes, give us a good Catwoman, please. Continues. It won't be long before you've nothing less. I can't believe I that's fucking Colin Farrell. It's only gonna get worse for you. I think they might actually give us a really good love story. Between oh my god. Maybe we're not oh so my different. god, dude. Who are you under there? Oh, oh, dude. I'm vengeance. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are, Pattinson. Let's go. Oh, Let's fucking shit. go. I am so here for this, dude. I am so here oh, for this, my guy. That oh my god. Amazing. Oh my god, dude. Okay. Let's let's get this done because we now have some uh <laughs> some stuff to talk about here uh in, in a minute. So, anyways, we have number five. Sorry, let's start from the top. Ten, Ghostface. Nine, Jigsaw. Eight, Chucky. Seven, Hannibal Lecter. Six, Leatherface. Five, Jason Voorhees. Four, Pinhead. Three. Pennywise, two, Michael Myers, and number one, Freddy Krueger. I think that is a very good list for us to go on. Uh, oh my god, I think I, I think. Wait, are you? Oh no, you're not frozen. Okay, I thought I thought you were frozen. No, I'm I'm just that trailer, dude. Just in that, that, in all, in all, I know, I know, yeah. I get it, I get it, guys. Our schedule for next week on Tuesday, we're looking at another episode of the Good Kraken Podcast. Come in, hang out. That's gonna be me, Devin, and Garrick. It's gonna be a damn good time. On Wednesday, we've got a gameplay stream of Dead Space Three with Devin and Garrick. The only Dead Dead Space multiplayer. It's gonna be fun. Come in, hang out with that on next. Friday, me and Devin are playing House of Ashes, the newest of the Dark Pictures anthology. I am so stoked for us to do that and not have issues with it. Uh, and then next Saturday, come back in for good Kraken podcast. We are doing a review of Dune next Saturday. It's going to be a damn good time. Guys, in the comments below, please let us know what your top 10 horror villains are even just top five if you want to give us your top three whoever you think are the top horror villains of movies please let us know in the comments below please tweet at us please let us know we want to hear from you because this has been the good kraken podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you wanted to hear live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturday at 12 p.m right here at twitch.tv slash good show if you enjoyed the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash good show where you can submit questions and topics to us get exclusive post-show content and have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the seven seas, but you can all support us by going to our YouTube channel by clicking that beautiful bell and big red button 
or by subscribing to our podcast, you know, by searching Good Kraken and leaving a review there. We got a post show that we got to go record. But until next time, my friends, be good to each other. Asa, bye. Asada. <laughs>